Gaur was a small province that lay in the hills between Ghazni and Herat in western Afghanistan. The Gauris were of Persian origin and ruled over these principalities as feudatories of Mahmud Ghaznavi. The struggle between the Gauris and the Ghazni rulers continued for about quarter of a century. At last, Gayasuddin and Muizuddin Muhammad, nephews of Alauddin, were able to assert their independence. They seized the throne of Ghazni in 1173 AD. While Gayasuddin defeated the realm of the north and west against Turkish threat, Muizuddin swept into India. Between 1175 AD and 1196 AD, Mahmud Ghori conquered and annexed Multan, Sindh, Anhilwara, Peshawar, Lahore, Kannauj, and Delhi. He also captured Gwalior, but in exchange for a regular tribute, he gave back its possession. The most historic battle was fought in 1191 between the armies of Mahmud Ghori and Prithviraj Chauhan met at the battlefield of Tarain. The Muslims were badly defeated and Mahmud Ghori badly wounded. In 1192 AD, Mahmud Ghori defeated Prithviraj Chauhan at Tarain and 1194 AD, he defeated and killed Jaichandra of Kannauj. Muizuddin was forced to return to Ghazni to subdue Shiite rebellion on his western border. He left behind his viceroy Qutubuddin Abak. Abak meaning moon-faced, a term used by Turks to denote fair skin and comeliness. He captured many fortresses including Hasi, Merat, Delhi, Koil and Ajmer. While Qutubuddin was occupied in the north, another great Turkish soldier, Iktiaruddin carried Islamic rule to eastern India. In 1202 AD, Iktiaruddin Muhammad bin Bakhtiar Khilji invaded Bengal and made Lakhnauti his capital. Earlier, he had captured Bihar and destroyed the Buddhist monasteries, among them Nalanda's fabled library. The sacking of Nalanda marked the end of Buddhism as a major Indian religion. Meanwhile, Muizuddin had succeeded his brother and was engaged in a constant struggle to hold his new empire. On March 15, 1206 AD, he died on the banks of the river Indus, probably murdered by members of the Shiite faction whom he had persecuted seven years ago. Following a quick succession of rulers, Qutubuddin declared himself Sultan of all the Indian provinces. Fate of Ghazni Mahmud of Ghazni died on April 30, 1030, probably of tuberculosis. None of Mahmud's successors matched his prowess as a leader and the Ghaznavid empire slowly began to disintegrate. In 1150, the Ghori leader Alauddin Hussain marched on Ghazni to avenge the death of his brother at Ghaznavid hands. Alauddin's revenge was severe. All male inhabitants of Ghazni were put to death. All women and children were taken into slavery. The tombs and palaces of all the Ghaznavid kings were torn from the ground and destroyed. The town was then put to flames. For seven days, the glittering palaces and mosques of Ghazni burnt until not a trace was left of Mahmud's great city. Alauddin entered history as Jahasos, the world burner. 
Gauri's triumph at the Second Battle of Tarain. In 1192 AD, Muizuddin returned to Tarain in spirit of revenge. He came with a force consisting of 12,000 horsemen and mounted archers and employed Turkish tactics to rout the Rajputs. He ordered his men to avoid men-to-men fighting with sword or lance, at which the Rajputs excelled. Instead, his mounted archer harassed and tired the Rajput army by shooting arrows at them and pretending to flee. They were supplied with fresh arrows from the camp at the rear. Caught in the showers of Muslim arrows, the Indians found themselves as a complete loss, unable to employ men-to-men fighting and unable to pursue the horsemen without dangerously exposing themselves. Finally, judging the Indians to be too weak and tired, Muizuddin ordered his cavalry corps of professional slave warriors to charge. They swept the disorganized Indians from the field and killed Prithviraj. The way to Delhi was now open. If you want to know about any other topic, please leave it in the comment box so that I can come back with it. If you have liked the video, please like, share and subscribe. Thank you.